Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Monday, May the 18th, 2015, and as always, I'm your host, John Hansen. Before I get into today's show, I just want to wish everyone north of the 49th uh, parallel, of course, our Canadian listeners who are celebrating the Victoria Day long weekend. Hopefully the sun and fun is uh, good for you. It's nice to get these little breaks, certainly. Now, back to business. As we do each and every Monday at this time at 12 noon, we welcome Kelly Barner from Buyer's Meeting Point. And what she does is she's going to share a perspective, a unique perspective, through our popular sound bites from the world of procurement. And this week we're going to be welcoming Anya McKenna on behalf of Market Dojo, who participated in the recent Procurious Big Ideas 2015 Summit. So, without further delay, let's welcome to the show Kelly Barner. Thank you, John. As always, I am pleased to be back to start the week off with a new podcast. If you're interested in my event recommendations for this week, please visit buyersmeetingpoint.com and look for them in one of this week's featured blog posts. Our guest audio for the week is from a video made by Anya McKenna at Market Dojo in response to the Big Ideas 2015 open call from Precarious. This was an initiative that started up at their summit held in London at the end of April. Many big ideas have been offered up so far, quite a few of them in video form. They're all short, just about a minute in length, so there really is no excuse for not giving one or two of them a listen. The topic of Market Dojo's big idea is technology commoditization. As technological approaches or capabilities mature, they go through a number of standard phases. Each phase has an effect on the revenue potential associated with the technology as well as the source of that potential. Some phases justify a premium, while others increase revenue through scalability due to an increase in the overall number of users. I will recommend that if you're interested in the topic, you view the original video, and I will put the link to it on today's Blog Talk Radio episode page. I think you'll find Enya's visuals very helpful. But before I cut over to Enya to hear Market Dojo's big idea, and I had a chance to speak with her before finalizing this podcast, Enya, If listening to the sound of your own voice is still just too much, and I can't blame you for that, I still have trouble listening to myself after four years of making these podcasts, just jump ahead two minutes and you can catch back up with me on the other side. Everyone else, however, is required to stay put, listen, and learn for the next two minutes. Hi there, my name's Anya and I'm from Market Dojo. I'd like to share with you our big idea for the Precarious Summit. Let's look at the four stages of technological growth taken from a TED lecture. 
The first stage relates to the critical drop in price as the product or service becomes cheaper, as was seen with VoIP and Wi-Fi in the 90s. Stage 2 refers to the critical mass where the number of users dramatically increases. At the third stage, we replace another technology such as VoIP replacing fixed lines and Wi-Fi replacing LAN. Fourth and final stage is the commoditization of the technology. As an example, Skype can be free for calls as well as Wi-Fi being free in many pubs and restaurants. But what does this mean for e-sourcing? Large MNCs have surpassed stage one and two and most are using e-sourcing. The majority are very much in the third stage where the old way of using email to complete tenders has been pushed out by e-sourcing software. But for smaller firms, many are still stuck in stage two. While the price has dropped for e-sourcing events, the number of users is slowly increasing. So our big idea is not a new idea, but make e-sourcing for everyone. Just because Anya was talking a little fast, let me hit upon the four stages again. After all, I'm from the Boston area, which means I am also a native fast speaker, and I will be happy to translate. The first stage of technological growth is critical price. This is where an idea catches on and becomes affordable for the average company through scalability. The second stage represents the achievement of critical mass as the number of users skyrockets in response to the affordability of the solution and therefore the improved return on investment. In the third stage, a technology replaces or encompasses other existing technologies. In the case of procurement technology, you might say that this is when we really do rely upon an e-sourcing solution rather than making use of email or Excel to collaborate and exchange details with suppliers. It is interesting to note that this has less to do with affordability or scalability than usability. As the cost comes down and more users are able to adopt, their collective feedback improves the capabilities of the solution and allows them to eclipse other in-use solutions. And finally, we have commoditization, where all solutions are effectively the same and the technology itself plays a much smaller part in why you choose to work with a provider than their capabilities in other areas, such as proprietary data enrichment, knowledgeable staff, cultural fit, or experience with an important category of spend. In Market Dojo's Big Idea video, we heard that most companies are either in stage two, where the number of users are increasing but the solution is not yet infringing upon alternatives, or stage three, where the number of users is relatively stable but the use of the solution is expanding into complementary areas. Here I want to provide a different perspective. The four stages we heard about and where most users are in the process is accurate, I think, from a practitioner or user standpoint. But when you look at the market in isolation with just the solutions, I think we have already seen a significant amount of commoditization. It is no longer regarded as crazy to work with one of the smaller providers in the procurement space. The cloud has made many of the same backbone and security options available to companies regardless of how large they are. And I'm not alone in this opinion. Back in 2009, a whopping six years ago, Jason Bush wrote a post on Spend Matters where he said, quote, regardless of where you sit regarding the complexity of various spend management technologies, I do believe that certain areas of the market have already been or are in the process of being essentially commoditized for the majority of likely buyers who only care about a certain percentage of absolute capability. Now, this is not to say that differentiation and choice does not exist in the market, 
but many simply won't care to look for it, end quote. In that post, he goes on to segment the capabilities of an end-to-end -end spend management, talking about the ones that are commoditized and the ones that are not, or are less so. Since solutions are all moving in that direction, it is hard to believe that more of our solutions have not become commoditized in the time since he wrote that post. In a more general look at the commoditization of technology, because truthfully it's a pain to try to find procurement technology and commodity in a search without getting articles on the procurement of commodities, GigaOM writer Katie Fehrenbacher writes, quote, one point of pressure is that the costs of the underlying technologies have dropped dramatically. Much of these technologies are now commodities that lean startups, or really anyone, can buy with a bit of funding and a solid business plan. Cloud services like Amazon Web Services provide low-cost, on-demand computing, chips, sensors, and radios are cheap enough to embed in every device and machine, powerful smartphones are becoming widespread and delivering sophisticated and standardized mobile computing platforms. All of this is being connected with blazing fast broadband. The internet, the true mobile internet that's been envisioned for years, now just frankly works." End quote. The good news is, solution providers don't have to differentiate on the underlying technology in order to differentiate. They can set themselves apart with better visual design, a skilled in-house team of consultants, or the accessory type functionality or connectivity they choose to roll in. Where this becomes challenging for procurement practitioners is in the selection of a procurement solution. We are so accustomed to focusing on technical features and functionality when trying to match a solution to our needs. When the decision will be made more on subjective capabilities and specifications, many of us have a tendency to stumble. The processes of the past aren't going to work as well. In this case, however, we need to make sure we don't drop the process right into the laps of the IT folks lurking nearby. When was the last time you went out to bid for a procurement solution? Have you seen commoditizing effects in the space, especially in the years after the popularity of cloud delivery models? If you have any thoughts or feedback, you can reach me directly on Twitter, at Byers Meetpoint, or on LinkedIn, or by visiting ByersMeetingPoint.com. Join me again next week for a Procurement Perspectives podcast on the tops and trends facing our profession. slots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom 
Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.